path to pro the best who's next what's up path to pro soccer podcast listeners are you thinking to yourself right now who is this voice i've never heard this voice before on this podcast well it's because you haven't and i'm your new host of the path to pro podcast and who am i my name is Callista Tyree, and I'm the director of media and PR with Path to Pro Soccer. And once again, I am your new host of the Path to Pro podcast. So welcome, guys. I'm super excited for you to go along with me on this journey, on this podcasting journey. I'm super new to this podcasting thing. But guess what? Interviewing and speaking to people with a story is my thing. I love talking to players, coaches, etc. in this beautiful game that we all share a common interest in. And I love highlighting people's stories because every single one of us has a story on why we are in the sport, in the career that we are in today. So hop on this ride with me. I'm super excited for all the players, coaches, etc. that are going to be on this podcast with me. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be so informational and so fun. So just continue to listen subscribe to this podcast because why not if you love soccer you're gonna love this podcast i want to give a little background around the first person that i am interviewing on this podcast if you have been keeping up with the path to pro social media handles you are well aware that path to pro is hosting its first ever women's pro combine alongside our men's combine this coming january And we are super excited to be implementing the importance of the women's game into our combines this coming January. It is super important to us and I am so blessed and I'm so honored to have been on the team that's making this combine happen. And now that I'm able to talk about it and just highlight it as much as possible, like I'm highlighting this with bright yellow highlighter, guys. This is amazing work that we are doing here at Path to Pro Soccer. So the first person that I'm interviewing for this podcast is actually one of the first players that was accepted to play in our first ever women's pro combine this coming January. She's a super talented soccer player, but also a great human off the soccer field, which is huge for us here at Path to Pro Soccer. I'm super excited to to share this interview with you guys, but I'm also most excited about seeing her do her thing in January and I can't wait to see what the future holds for her. So without further ado, here's the interview. What's up guys? Welcome to my first episode of the Path of Pro podcast. I'm here with a special guest today. I'm going to let her introduce herself. So let them know what's up. Let them know who you are. Hi guys. Um, my name is Leola Minoni. I am a senior at SJSU. Uh, also play for the women's soccer team, and I'm from the Bay Area. Nice, yeah. So Lay, I'm gonna call you Lay. Just that's like okay, yeah. name. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna reference her as Lay, guys, because your name is beautiful. But we're all just gonna like chop it up, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, Lay is gonna be one of our first women's participants and attendees for the Path to Pro Women's Combine this coming January. I'm super excited about it. And I thought that since I'm taking over this podcast, I want a freaking female on here with me. But of course, let's talk about you. I want to learn about you. I think the listeners want to hear about you. Um, So tell me like where you were born. 
Yeah, so um, I was born in Redwood City, raised in East Palo Alto uh, most of my life, and then just grew up going to school in Palo Alto. Nice. Okay. And then how, where did you start in soccer? How did you get started? Did a family like member influence you? Like I know for me, like my dad got me into soccer. So like, how did it start for you? Yeah. Um, I think it's funny that most, um, most of my teammates and like people I know who play soccer either know like a relative or like their parents used to play in like college or like pro or even like a older sibling like used to play. Um, I just like picked up soccer um when I was eight and uh I think my neighbor uh she ended up giving me like just a torn up like select ball Mm -hmm. and so I used to just spend like most of my childhood like outside just playing so just kind of learned how to play with the ball at my feet and that's kind of like the start of it were you into any other sports or basically just soccer yeah I uh loved um I still love running so I used to do like a lot of races um my mom used to sign me up like ever since I was six I did like nine or ten races and I used to get like first place all the time and then after I like got second place when I was eight and then I was like (laughs) I just remember my eight-year-old self just being really upset like not (laughs) like yeah I was like you know what if I'm not gonna get first um I'm gonna choose a different sport so (laughs) you're like this is where I go to soccer this is where I'm gonna be out of here so is it safe to say that you like fitness then when it comes to soccer yeah um definitely use running as like one of my strengths and also like as my advantage um just always liked being outside and just like uh getting fit even though I know a lot of people like hate conditioning (laughs) that's super cool though I've never met somebody that was like oh hell yeah it's conditioning day it's (laughs) like we're we're ready to go I'm like oh no no I don't want to (laughs) hilarious um so basically I want to ask at what age did you decide you wanted to take soccer like seriously like you were like okay like this is where this is what I'm going to want to do with my future like did at a younger age did you think you wanted like to do something else like did you want to be like a doctor or like something else um yeah uh, my mom uh she's in the medical field so at one point I did actually want to be a doctor um or like a vet yeah like everybody every other person obviously (laughs) working with animals is like the dopest thing (laughs) yeah um I also wanted to like own my own ice cream shop I don't know that's dope been like a dream like as a child of mine but yeah just uh before that I since I just loved running I actually wanted to be like a olympic runner I was like okay so it was for sure running before soccer then from what I'm from what I'm getting Yeah, yeah exactly yeah so next question, let's talk about your experience playing club in the Bay Area. Since you played um, again, Palo Alto like, is like the heart of Bay Area soccer, kind of. Um, to talk to me a little about your experience there, how your youth like brought you to the per- like the player that you are today. Yeah, uh, so I played with Palo Alto um, for 10 years, which is a really long time. Uh, my first six years, I played a year up. And, um, and then, uh, when I entered high school, I switched to my age group, but played at a more competitive level. I've 
I stayed on Palo Alto for so long just because um, I really liked the program. Um, all my teammates I've had in the past were all really great teammates and um, also had really good coaches. And so I'm really fortunate to have such a good uh, club experience. Um, but yeah, that kind of shaped me into the player I am. And also just being local. I still like talk to a lot of people from the Palo Alto Soccer Club and like was able to help out some summers um, playing there. So do you think that the club definitely put an emphasis like on the women's side of the club and like how many people like would you say from your club like ended up getting recruited to play in college? Um, I'd say a good amount. Um, my year there was uh, about like seven of us mm -hmm. and then the year after me um, there was like nine or ten and I, I follow Palo Alto on um, Instagram but I see that there's more numbers which is really good yeah and, um, yeah I like that a lot of the coaches um, have a lot of ties with other college teams and yeah. so I think that really helps in the whole process of finding a school Nice. So within club, obviously, you made it to high school. You, you went to Pali. I saw um, really big soccer high school, I, just from playing in the Bay Area, too. But tell me about your experience there within the high school um, scene of soccer. Do you think it was like something that helped you or like something that like, kind of just held you back? Like, it gets like it can go either way, basically, with high school soccer. Yeah, it's funny because when uh, I came in my freshman year, um, I didn't actually make varsity. I made JV and then wasn't even starting, which I thought was really weird just because um, I just like made soccer, just my everything. And then, uh, and then my sophomore year, I was able to play on varsity, um, was starting barely came out in most games and then we made it to CCS uh, my sophomore junior senior year mm -hmm. and we made it to the finals playing Mountain View High School uh, they're like our huge rival but one highlight from like my sophomore years I was able to make it into the newspaper um, just because I got to uh, like man mark Tegan McGrady at the time she was uh, committed to Stanford and so that was like a huge highlight for me and then in like my senior year um, I got the chance to get my first goal against our rival I uh, played center back um, all through high school and so just dribbled the whole field and uh, scored on our rival, which was like a huge memory for me. Um, okay, I see you. So you, you're a defender like at heart then for sure. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay. That's, that's really rare to just like dribble the whole field. I mean, you're since you're freaking fast, I'm sure that was easy for you. <laughs> that's how yeah. it would um, go. A lot did a lot of um, girls on your high school team end up going playing in college as well? Um, there was uh, Another girl, she went to a school in Utah. Okay. But actually not, not that many. Um, it was just, for the most part, just me, uh, my year. Your year, yeah. So was it something that you think, do you think more club or more like high school helped you get into getting into college, like playing at the next level? Or like was uh, it like kind of combined? I definitely uh, think club uh, helped me more. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know for others, but we just had more exposure um, based in club. And then for high school, I think uh, you could invite coaches out, but we, in my experience, not really many coaches like came out. Yeah, that's what I also experienced. I felt like high school was kind of just fun, like a, like a time away from like the serious nitty gritty of club soccer. Um, but I felt like, I feel like in other areas of like our country, like high school soccer is like put on a pedestal <laughs> and it's like, um, no, like this is just like for fun for us. Like it's mostly like club soccer that gets us like in our coaches connections and stuff that gets us to the next level. So it was interesting like that you said that. I was just gonna say it's also really cool how like I, I know a lot of other other of my like classmates also played like in other clubs so high school is also another time to come together and just get experience from different teammates yeah sure so uh what year were you in when you started getting seen by colleges to play um I started more of the college re- recruitment um, towards the end of my sophomore year, like junior year, mm-hmm. beginning of my junior year, um, that's when I really started going to ID camps, like in the summer, and like really reaching out to um, a lot of college teams and going out to the ID camps. Where did Lauren see you? Do you remember? Um, I think she came to one of my home games um, at uh, playing for a club. Yeah. Okay. So they reached out. And um, what what made you make the decision to sign and go play at San Jose State? Uh, there was a lot of things. It was, I know I wanted to stay local just because I'm really close with my family. Um, but when I went to visit SJ, SU, I, just being so close, I've never actually really experienced like hanging out in San Jose. It was either like passing through or like, going to the airport or yeah yeah and um I just really loved the campus I was able to get to campus and just explore it um I came on a game day so I met the whole team uh experienced like their pregame ritual and they all just seemed really close and like very family oriented and so that's what like caught my attention and then was able to meet all the coaches um in general, they're all like really good people and just even really good coaches. So it just seemed like a really easy decision for me and is definitely one of the best decisions I've made in my life. How many of you um, are in your class at San Jose? Uh, right now, there is four of us. Nice. Okay. And you're, are you like pretty close with them as well? Yeah, we're all pretty close. Nice. Um, we're like just just been in this road for so long so yeah do you guys um so when obviously we're not in a pandemic do you live um in San Jose yeah right now I'm uh currently living off campus uh, but yeah I just stay here just because it's easier to train yeah 100 percent yeah um how is that going so far like are you guys like I see you guys are definitely training I see on Instagram um like are you guys in pods like how is that working yeah, so we, um, the county rules, like, changed, um, I forgot when it came out, but it said that, um, we can only play if, like, we all, uh, live together, okay. and so from that, that was just impossible to make, but yeah, we were training in pods before, it was, like, people who live in the dorms, 
and then um, people who live off campus. There's a couple of us that like all group together, and then there's like a group of two. Um, but yeah, that was that was really hard. But right now we're all just uh, training on our own kind of thing. Okay. Um, do you guys have any word if you guys are going to have a season this spring? Yes, uh, we are supposed to start sometime February. Okay, that's dope. And it's just going to go throughout, obviously, the end of the school year? I think... Um, that would kind of go into the summer, wouldn't you think? How long yeah, it I'm not sure. I think it's still being talked about, but I heard to, like, March, too. Okay. Um, but, yeah, they, like, cut it really short. It's just 10 games, and then we're just, like, playing teams within California uh, twice. And oh. then from there, I think it's we're supposed to meet up with other Mountain West but yeah you guys you guys seem like a solid team like it's it's very evident that you guys are a unit and that's just how it's successful in games like and you guys are winning titles obviously off of it it's just it's amazing to see I saw it um at St. Mary's with the men's team just like knowing how close you guys are as a team that's just the way that things are won obviously Mm -hmm. I definitely think uh team culture and like bonding is like a huge part of like our success mm-hmm. and then just being able to hold each other accountable and um just get getting after it and just lifting each other up has definitely been um part of our success what what's been your um favorite memory so far well hopefully you'll have some more this um spring but so far what's your favorite memory with your team no we honestly have a lot um if the girls are listening to this, there's so many guys she can't pick. <laughs> oh my god, um, I don't know how to answer this. Um, have you been your first Mountain West? Oh wait, yeah, wait, what the heck? That's like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, for me, I just because uh, I actually got injured, I tore my ACL in the last five minutes. But um, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, no, that was pretty bad. Um, but yeah, just getting our like my very first uh, championship ring um, and just sharing that moment because we worked really hard just the whole season and then to be able to build up to that game uh, was huge for us and um, I'd say my favorite memory is probably um, the day before uh, that game we had um, a Halloween practice and honestly we're just like a bunch of clowns and we just really just mess with each other and it was just a really fun practice nice uh, we weren't nervous at first but yeah just something super simple yeah just to get the nerves out for the obviously the next game yeah exactly. okay, that was good. did you guys did you dress up since it was like a halloween yeah we all we all dressed up and even the coaches um and then yeah we were just playing a bunch of games like a day before and then like other teams were just watching us just messing around <laughs> yeah and they're like oh okay that's how that's how we do okay so let's let's move on um so serious question i guess going back into what i like i'm standing for like what i'm super excited about with this women's combine is to just give the recognition of women's players like i'm super excited to be like part of it I obviously I'm, I'm a woman that works in sports media I like see obviously the fight for equality I stand with it 100% um so my question for you is um do you think that a lot of women athletes decide to pursue like a career 
like a job, like corporate job or like something like that instead of going to play pro because of like the pay gap? I, I do think that in the past, like a lot of female athletes do consider the pay gap to be a factor for why they don't want to uh, like at least try to play pro, mm -hmm. which I think is really unfair, um, especially for like the U.S. women's national team. They're still fighting for uh, the equal pay. Mm -hmm. um, I honestly think it's really crazy because it's it's been a huge conversation since I remember I first heard about it like in 2016. Yeah. But um, yeah, having Megan Rapino be a huge advocate for wanting um, equality for being um, paid is just outrageous. Um, yeah, it's insane. I like read this tweet that. Sydney LaRue pays more for babysitting a year for her two kids more like she pays more than she actually gets paid by like her pro team and like the women's team and that just like pisses me off <laughs> to say the least she can't even like she has to like have people with her kids while she's playing and her team can't even provide like that for her it's it's insane to me and it it's it's something that I'm using whatever I have, like my little platform that I have here with Path the Pro and like everything, like just put a name on us, like put some respect on our name. Like honestly, like all of us, like it's, I'm over it. I think everybody else is over it. And I'm just glad that obviously my boss took this idea and is okay with it. Like he could just be like, oh, I'm making my money with the men's side. I don't need to add in the women's side. But he was like, no, like we're, we're going to do this. Just because there aren't, a lot of opportunities like this for women to get seen like you can go to like a little college in freaking Kansas and your chances of playing pro are probably not going to be there because number one you're a women's player and number two you don't have that exposure you know what I mean yeah exactly it's insane I know a lot of, uh, like my mom even too she was like oh do you want to play pro like just because you know there's you don't get paid as much as like a men's player um, but I feel like I do have hope for um, all female athletes just because, I don't know if you heard, but like uh, in Australia and Brazil, they just ruled that they have uh, equal pay. Yeah. Which I love and I hope that comes for us sooner for the U.S. Exactly. And just like I love seeing like how Tobin Heath and all of them are now in Europe and they're playing with the big teams over there. Like get little by little, we're going to get it. And we just got to take those those victories like with with what it is you know like be proud of it but just know that there's always going to be a bigger picture especially in our country especially with like with your guys' school the same thing the women's team are the ones bringing in the brass like come on <laughs> i don't know i don't know those are just my thoughts <laughs> yeah i was talking to a men's player and he was telling me that he was going to a pats pro um combine uh, in the summer Mm -hmm. and so he was just telling me about it and I was like oh that's oh I didn't know it was only for men and then when I got your message I was like wait do they even have a women's team yeah but like I think that you guys opened that so it's great yeah so on top of that give me your thoughts and emotions about participating in it like what are you thinking this is going to be like what are, are you excited are you nervous like give me your thoughts on it I'm I'm really excited and also really nervous just because I, I don't know what to expect. But yeah, I'm excited to play with whoever else comes and to meet other people. Um, soccer has 
given me the opportunity to meet like a lot of people through just playing so I'm also really excited for that yeah um I'm honored to be part of uh Path to Pro's first women combine yeah we are so lucky to have you too we're out of like we're so excited I think we're like oh at least I am I'm more excited about it the women's and the actual men's (laughs) um so my last question let's do a little fun question just to end it off um so let's do if you had to listen to one song or one artist for the rest of your life for pregame, who would it be or what song would it be? That's, um, that's a really hard one. Um, I'd say, so that's a really hard question. <laughs> it's so hard, I know. Um, I don't know. For the rest of your okay. life, make a good one. <laughs> Oh, for the rest of my life? For the rest of your career, you have to listen to this oh, artist. Um, I think I'm going to go with Migo. He's just always been a huge, a huge favorite of mine. I can um, That's hype right there. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. I feel it. But yeah. Um, fun fact, I actually, um, for home games, they'd uh, play music, but they'd actually play my playlist. So, like, I just hear my playlist playing. Oh, on the- so you got the ox. Let's just, everybody yeah, listen, lay in the ox, no matter what. <laughs> really hard. You know, you can't please everyone. You're going to have to send it to me. I, I want to listen to it. Okay. I got hello, so just let me know. Which, yeah, which- for sure. That's great. All right. Thank you so much for being my first interviewee on this podcast thank you for having me i've never been on a podcast before so yeah just so much fun and that is the episode guys thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this great interview that i had with Leigh from san jose state i'm super excited to see her in january and watch her ball out in front of all these pro teams <laughs> and just to see all the other females at the women's pro combine in january it's going to be an amazing experience and i hope that you guys are excited for it just as much as we are Please um, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast if you liked the content in this episode. And we will see you guys next time. Thanks.